0: NFTs exploded out of the gate in 2021, and they're here to stay. Now, the video game industry wants to get in on this. How will this work? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me to talk about NFTs and gaming is CNET reporter Julian Deset. Welcome, Julian. Thanks for having me, Roger. So before we get into the gaming angle, just as a refresher for our listeners, can you briefly break down what NFTs actually are?
1: So an NFT is a non-fungible token, and... Um this is a unit of data that's stored on the blockchain. And so, non-fungible means that it's non-interchangeable. And that's what makes it different from uh, from cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. If I send you a Bitcoin, um, it's uh, or we exchange a Bitcoin, we both still have a Bitcoin. Um, if we exchange two NFTs, we have each other's NFTs, but they're different. And so... Mm. Each um, unit of uh, non-interchangeable data can be um, a number of different digital assets. Um, so I think that most people are familiar with NFTs as uh, photos. They can also be videos, audio, or in this case, um,
0: in-game video game items. All right, it's just a hard concept to wrap your mind around because these digital goods are digital and can easily be copied and shared. but. People are making a lot of money off of them, right?
1: Um, absolutely. So, some of these, um, some of the the uh, better known NFT collections, such as the Board Ape Yacht Club, um, these just a single NFT is uh, selling sometimes for hundreds of thousands of dollars. All right, talk a little bit about how
0: this works in gaming. How is this going to work, or how has it been working?
1: Right. So um, this is a tricky question, Roger, because the answer is still very much playing out right now. Um, So Ubisoft, or Ubisoft, I'm never sure how to pronounce it. um, They were (laughs) the first um, mainstream game developer to integrate NFTs into their video games. Mm -hmm. And so the way they've done that is um, they've taken... um, a few of the different in game items let 's see I, I think that it was uh you know uh, a gun, a helmet, and something else, and you know these are items that your character in the game can wear, and mm-hmm. so they've uh, they 've created um, these in game items as nfts and they call them digits and so uh, these digits can be um, minted on um, the again i 'm not sure to say it tezos blockchain. And so that means that they're created, essentially, on the blockchain, and um, and they can be sold outside of the game for real-world money. So that's how um, Ubisoft slash Ubisoft is handling it.
0: You know, again, this breakdown is useful, but it is hard to get your mind wrapped around this. But, as you said, some, some players are actually making a lot of money off of this, Right. And uh, the game
1: kind of mimics Pokemon, you, uh, you collect and battle um, cute little creatures and um, while you're playing the game, you can um, earn cryptocurrency for uh, breeding, trading, and battling these, um, these Pokemon-like creatures, um, which are called Axies. And so the, uh, the cryptocurrency that you get in Axie Infinity has um, in-game uses like breeding new monsters. But um, it's a cryptocurrency, so you can also exchange it for other cryptocurrency or even money on some of the exchanges. And um, and so this is a, a very, very different model of gaming than we've traditionally seen in the industry. The most uh, fantastical examples are coming out of the Philippines right now, where the game yeah. had, was very, very popular um, over 2021. And so there were reports that... Um, one uh, one player who's young is 22 was able to buy uh, two different houses with his winnings. Um, wow! But um, you know, we should note that this isn't always the case. And uh, right before I jumped on, I was looking at a story um, from Business Insider India that was released in November of last year, and it was saying that um, that the returns are slowly diminishing in the game, and it's much. It's um th- There's an inflation problem with players cashing out uh, their cryptocurrency rather than um, using it inside of the game, and that um, most of the players are earning less than a minimum wage um, on the game. So I, I want to make sure that I'm not making it sound like this amazing thing.
0: That's an interesting phenomenon as well, this idea that the economy built around NFTs is actually crashing because players are looking to cash out. Um, so, I guess this thing needs to be, needs to sustain itself for this to work as a market that goes on and on. So, part of why I get confused about this is because I, I know players have long made money off of digital goods, right? Uh, friends of mine made money off of Counter Strike or World of Warcraft, selling you know, unique items that you could only find in certain missions. Uh, how is this different from, or how are NFTs different from those digital goods that were sold previously?
1: The reason why this is tricky to answer, Roger, is because this is partly a philosophical question. Um, and I, I think that, um, if we can agree that NFTs, um, have value, essentially, then we can agree that the things, um, that inside of the game, the items inside of the game that the NFTs are attached to can also have value that can be transferred outside of the game. And so I think that, um, there might be a few cases, but for the most part, I, I think that uh, game developers have a pretty tight control over the transfer of in-game assets. And um, yeah. it, it, and this could mean by, you know, I, I don't think that you can sell a NFT on eBay quite yet, but maybe one day you can, who knows? And if you can sell an in-game item, it, it almost means that the game developers are kind of relinqu- relinquishing a bit of control, you know, but how much yeah. control that is kind of remains to be seen.
0: You mentioned Ubisoft has integrated NFTs into some of its games, or at least one game. But what are some of the other video game players saying about this? What's sort of the overall reaction of NFTs?
1: I mean, I- NFTs are a divisive subject. Um, there's um, there's scams in the industry where people get uh, what would be known as a rug pull when they try right. to um, when, when they're um, part of a, a new collection, or um, due to the uh, the energy requirements of the Ethereum blockchain, which most NFTs are built on, um, there is also environmental concerns here as well. These uh, these are things. This is, I guess, essentially uh, baggage that the uh, the term brings with it to the video game industry. And so, I think that um, some video game companies are very, very careful about how they. Um, Integrate this new technology into their games, and the reason why that is is they don't want to to uh, break the game or pre- be perceived as simple money making, um, and uh, it, you know they want to make sure that players enjoy these, you know. Right. And so uh, the reaction to uh, Ubisoft. In um releasing NFTs and Ghost Recon um, was not positive. Gamers have not been happy about this, and I think that other game companies are uh, are taking note. Let's see Sega, which is a, a big name in the gaming industry um, they uh, they have said that they're going to take a um, a more measured approach to nfts and uh, they they don't want to uh, they don't want to start working with the technology if it's going to be seen as simple money making. Um, Steam, which is a uh, a very large online game marketplace, has said that uh we don't want blockchain integrated games on our platform uh, if, mm. if it's using um, nfts or crypto we're, we're not interested and so uh, but th- you know then on the other hand, um, Square Enix, which uh, is the um, the developer behind the very popular Final Fantasy series, has expressed interest in um in using NFTs in their games in the future. So it's it's a, a very divisive subject that's kind of playing out right now.
0: All right, Julian, thank you for your time. You can check out a story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.